0: And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Sports More Podcast with me, your host, Eddie Morelos, and we are recording another episode. I still got the Jordans with me. We just spoke with old Luke Jordan, baseball player, and now we're going to speak to his father, the Mike Jordan, the volleyball coach, as his son said. Amigo, welcome. Eddie, good to
1: see you, my man. Always great to talk with you. It
0: is. It really is, amigo. You know, we've known each other for a 15 plus years now yeah. uh, you know I've, I've been able to be a part of your programs uh, for all, for many, many of those years, and I'm still been lucky enough over these past few years to go and, and stat for you guys. So I just thank you guys so much
1: for allowing me to. Be oh, here. hey, we, we're you know we're lucky to have you. You're underpaid, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but not underappreciated hey. by those in the know. You know, thank you so much. Yeah, I've man. always appreciated your efforts, and uh, there's, uh, we need more people like you around, man.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I really do, and uh, you know we're here in my little home. Little room studio thing, and I got nothing but Aggie stuff all around us. And you walked in, you right here, right right behind me is all the volleyball posters. And how nostalgic
1: is that? It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was the first thing that caught my eye. Pretty nostalgic, you know. You see Steph Ziegler and Desiree and Matty Hardy and a lot of these. these. I don't I don't have these posters in my office. I've got a collection of them around, but you're stuck in a closet, right? So I I haven't seen some of these in a long time. It's fun to look at them.
0: It really is. And it's it's really neat to, you know, you talk, you bring up some of those names. The other day I was uh, um, on Instagram, right? And there was a young lady who was a setter. And I thought there this she's probably like probably the third or the fourth of your former players who's become a fitness expert Taylor Devotee mm-hmm. Devote yeah, I think that's her last name, who's become a fitness expert. And you know before her Gwen Murphy, yeah, uh, and and then before her there was another one I just lost her name. But how cool and interesting is it to see these players come to your program, leave your program, and still be into physical fitness and growing families and just great character
1: yeah it's really interesting uh the path some of them have taken and not surprising that they're still you know some of them are still into fitness and athletics and stuff like that but i I think it's really interesting listening to them when they you know when they're online doing the social media things and everything. It's interesting just to listen to them speak now compared to when they were 18 to 21. Yes, the growth. They're adults now. You know, uh-huh. they're they're great. They're great online. They're great in, with the media and stuff. And that's that's been pretty cool. You know, when they were young, you interviewed them. You know, yeah. they're young. You watched are. them, and they have one word, two word answers. You know, and now they're they're mature and uh, doing a lot of great things. I, it's just fun keeping up with them. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: definitely is. You know, and I I see people who have been a part of your broker Program, as coaches and players, for example, you know, keeping up with people like uh, like Stevie. Yeah. Uh, you know, Stevie Maytubby now. She's married with kids and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, people like her who made just a big impact on your program and on New Mexico State as a whole. Uh, those are the kinds of people that you c- have continually tried to recruit. Am I mistaken? Yeah, you've got
1: to have good character people. And when we've had our best programs and certainly the teams that I'm most fond of, those those were loaded with high character individuals, you know, that were team first people. And when I've had teams that I don't, I don't know, we've never had a bad team, yeah. but, you know, but uh, when we've had teams that may be underachieved, I yeah. guess is a way to say it. You know, we had a few people that were not team first. That you know, we needed, I, I use the expression a lot, I stole it from Nick Saban. But uh, you know, there's some people you got to get off the bus, you got to yeah. get the right people on the bus and the wrong people off. And oh, yeah, and we, we, you know, that's happened a couple times recently, and and um, yeah, it's about character and. You know, we've started practice this past week we just finished our first week of double days eddie and i wow i uh i, I love the character of this group oh wow yeah, fantastic group. Yeah. good
0: yeah. that's good yeah we've had many talks of of those kinds of uh uh student athletes who have come through and and where you you know made me say oh do we keep her do we let her go mm-hmm. do do we fight through this and and yeah. just you guys have always to me made good choices or sometimes you guys had to go the hard route and kind of learn the hard way but it seems to work out. So the season starts. Uh, you guys done double days that like you just said. Uh, you guys got your scrimmage coming up on the 16th and then an, an exhibition against Western uh, on the 20th. Both right. are, are free of charge, correct? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Tuesday Tuesday night is a, just a crimson-white intra-squad scrimmage, and it, it, and it's open to the public, and we encourage people to come and hang out and meet the players afterwards. Um, it's an opportunity for us to, to basically play on the floor, get the 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 bright lights out there and stat some things, try some lineups and yeah. experiment with a few things and in a little bit more of a game-like setting. And then the exhibition match with Western New Mexico, you know, it doesn't count on our one loss record. Yeah. For some reason, basketball is allowed to do that. They, they go yeah. beat up on like three teams a yeah. season and they it's get to weird. count them on their record playing NAIA or D2 teams, whatever, right? Uh, NCAA. Don't, yeah, we don't do that, <laughs> you know, we, we're playing, it's just an <laughs> exhibition match and it, it's just an opportunity to play somebody else. You know, instead of yourself, and also uh, to experiment with some lineups and stuff before it kicks off for real.
0: And then, uh, you know, after that, you guys will have your preseason tournaments. Uh, you guys will head over to Tucson. It looks like for Alabama State, U of A, and uh, Brooklyn, L A U Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be kind of a good uh, opening tournament, if I'm not mistaken, to yeah. kind of get the gears going. Yeah, right?
1: absolutely. It's close. It's easy travel um we you know we play arizona a lot obviously we've got a great relationship with them and, yes and they're always very good and yeah. we'll learn a lot in that match and so um yeah we're excited about that Every, everybody's always excited about opening weekend you know and, oh yeah um i think we'll I, like i said i think we'll learn a lot and uh we're going to play some decent competitions
0: and then you got the davidson classic after that uh, against north carolina A T and davidson which i'm sure you'll do a lot more learning and it's all it seems. Oh, there's also Lindenwood. It is also yeah. in that one. So that I think that will be a challenge as far as travel goes because you got to yeah. go all the way to North Carolina. It's a tough
1: one, Eddie. We've been host. We've been trying to host the second and the third weekends. We're trying to host tournaments, and we had a couple of teams: Auburn and Notre Dame. Auburn we we contracted with them a few years ago to go out there and play them at their place we beat up on them and now they don't want to come back sure and so that's put a hole in our schedule Notre Dame we went out and played them out there we lost but they're supposed to come back can't get them back now they have new coaches yeah you know who think they don't have to fulfill the contract and so it's left holes in the schedule and we weren't able to schedule a tournament second weekend Mm. and so it left us with a hole and we kind of had to scramble a little bit last minute to find one and we were told no a couple of times because teams didn't want it we, they thought we were too good they wanted to yeah. maybe teams hosting wanted to win their tournament you know that's a common thing um, but we're going to go out to Davidson and um, and it's a you know it's a tournament we should win and an opportunity again I think where we can experiment with a lineup a little bit but yeah. we don't take anybody for granted I hate to you know, I hate to say it that way Yeah, but, but I think we can experiment a little bit and we have a lot of a lot of competition for jobs. We've got a a fair amount of people, probably more quality um, uh, players on our roster than we've had in quite some time. Oh, wow. And so you want opportunities to get them all PT and... and we'll see what happens that second weekend yeah. so
0: then you got a uh, you got another tournament uh, well you got a back-to-backer with the UC Santa Barbara which Santa Barbara is always good they, yeah. they always have a good team and then you got the Trojan Invitational right. with USC San Jose State and Milwaukee and then all of a sudden conference will start right away in September 22nd uh, against UTRGD
1: yeah UC Santa Barbara's I think a lot of a lot of people think they might win the Big West oh wow yeah, I mean, that's a big deal because that is Long Beach loaded with a new coach and, and a ton of power five transfers good ones yeah. legit couple all-americans uh, and hawaii obviously is always very yep. very good and so for people to believe that santa barbara is good enough to win that league I, we believe it too um, and we started you know talking with them about coming to play and they were excited about doing that we had a team kind of bail last minute because they didn't want to play us and santa barbara mm-hmm. uh, so we started talking about you know what let's get something really good out of it and to do that we could play each other twice uh, you know, you got two two matches right there on the weekend against a really good oh, opponent, yeah. and that's gonna that's gonna test us for sure. Um, and the fourth weekend at USC, obviously the Trojans, you know, Pac twelve legitimately They've won national titles, you know, they're very good. And yeah. uh, San Jose State's up and coming; uh, they're doing better and better in the Mountain West. And uh, Milwaukee is one of the better teams, mid majors in the in the Midwest. Yeah, so that's going to be a really tough. Oh time. yeah,
0: you know it's interesting USC, you know, because they're 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 switching conferences mm-hmm. in the future. And they're going to be going to a just as good of a conference, uh, you know, in volleyball, you know, as as football as well, you know. But that volleyball conference for the Pac-12 has always been very, very strong, and and uh, it's so cool that you guys have always uh, competed Mm -hmm. uh, against these teams like that. Then we got conference play that starts again, like I said, UTRGV in September the twenty second, goes all the way uh, through, of course, November, and it ends on November the twelfth. Is your last uh, conference game against Abilene Christian? Uh, have the preseason polls or anything come out yet? You I know? think they're going to
1: come out any day. No, oh, I haven't okay. seen them yet. I, you know, you know me. Yet. Yeah. I, I, could, <laughs> I know you don't. I could like not care that. less about those preseason <laughs> things. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just something to talk about. If anybody about. knows, it's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a, it's just an opportunity to talk about something about the sport and kind of market it a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Whatever happens, happens. You know, our our goals are always the same: win the conference, go to the NCAA tournament, and yeah, and hopefully win another match. It's been a while since we won a match in the. NCAA tournament, and um, I could go on and on about how it's not seeded correctly. They don't seed it, actually, and only one through sixteen, and we don't get a fair shake. But yeah, yeah. Um, but we've had a, you know a lot of good teams, and, and we want to get that W.
0: I was talking with a former radio guy from MSU, Kyle Doporowski, and when we were on the phone, we were talking about that NCAA tournament over in Cal Berkeley, yeah. and it picked up a win over there, and yeah. uh, that was so memorable. I'll never forget that ever, ever. And uh, so, anyways, the season uh, finishes up with the WAC tournament, November seventeenth through the nineteenth, and then right before the NCAA tournament, I. I I truly wish you guys luck with all of that and then uh, you guys will have a, a final match uh, against UTEP with uh,
1: yeah. old
0: Ben Wallace and yeah. his group uh, yes has... absolutely and
1: it's, a, it's a good rivalry again they're good obviously Ben's you know made them made them we knew we'd make them good and uh, they're a good team and it'll be a, it, it's a good tune-up for the NCAA tournament you're gonna have yeah. a quality opponent there'll be a good crowd that's exactly what you want come tournament time Uh, So that's why we decided to schedule it when we did. You know, for years we played home and away. It's just difficult to get the midweek non-conference games scheduled because, you know, in our conference we play on Thursday nights, so we have to leave on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And we don't get back sometimes when we travel on the road. We don't get back till Sunday, and that leaves Monday and Tuesday to prepare. And so it's just difficult to try and schedule a match. You need the practice time and the rest instead usually. But we'll play them once, and oh, yeah. the Lobos won't play us because, you know, big sister here, you know, we, we've been beating up on them so bad. I noticed Yeah, it's, you know, it's a little frustrating. That's very I disappointing. Mean, well, you know, it is what it is. Every coach has their scheduling, yeah. you know, philosophies, and uh, their coach, you know, doesn't, uh, It. you know, I'm sure we'll get a phone call when they think they're capable of winning. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> so, uh, well, good luck on your season. Uh, you know, looking at the roster, I see, you know, uh, for the – the first thing that stands out is you—you you have a returning middle blocker in Leah Leah Mosher.
1: Yeah, yeah, fantastic player, um, playing her COVID year, so to speak, right? Yeah. a lot of experience, first team All Conference caliber player. Yep, uh, could be the conference MVP if she, you know, if we can set her well enough. Yeah, um, uh, she's a good one, and she's got a great motor, and she's a great teammate—all the things you want. All the things you're proud of and Aggie athletes she's it and uh she's from Rio Doso. yeah she's a local girl oh, right yeah. I mean it's a storybook it's a storybook kind of thing and and hopefully she'll help give us a storybook ending
0: well it looks like you you know talked about if they could set her so I'm looking at, at three very young setters on your yeah. roster and, yeah and are they I guess I'm assuming that they're the ones in competition right now to see who's gonna get the playing time yeah
1: that's correct Bianca Perez is a true freshman from Phoenix and uh, she's impressed us so far. She's going to play. We run a 6-2 system a lot, which, yep. is, which utilizes two different setters. A lot of teams run a 5-1 where they put one person in charge. And, uh, Bianca's going to play, whether it be 6-2 or 5-1, she'll play. Um, Riley Faye is a transfer from Missouri State. She was able to come in in the spring semester and train, get an idea of what we do. And, uh, uh, and then Alana Embry played a little bit last year as a mm-hmm. true freshman and she's really improved you know she struggled last year It was a hard freshman year for her she wasn't she wasn't ready we had to throw her into the fire so to speak and uh but she's learned from it you know and she's back and she's you know she just really I, i can brag about a lot of our athletes eddie but when you talk about growth in an athlete regardless of sport the one thing you want to see as a coach is that you take responsibility for your own improvement that you don't wait to be told all the time and that young lady's gone and made herself crazy fit she could run all day she great jumper she's worked and gotten the reps to to start locating better it's still not what i would call good uh you know in terms of location but it's getting better yeah it's we played all spring with her and we won a lot of games in the spring and so you know if you're a setter, don't be the reason your team loses, right? Yeah. Locate oh, the yeah. ball. That's Lo- your job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's just putting the time and the effort and dedicated herself and – and that's really what's given her an opportunity, again, to be in our lineup. And, uh, you know, if the others, you know, Bianca, obviously a freshman, Riley's a transfer, but the others have to figure that out. You yeah. know, that's something they have to learn. And she set an example, and I'm, I'm proud of her for that.
0: And, you know, I, I really feel for the setters mm-hmm. because I know how much you, you and your your crew challenge them mm-hmm. and push them to get better. And yeah. it could, they got to be mentally tough. I know that. I've seen it, you know. And, yeah. And, uh, so with, along with the center are the defensive specialists and liberos sure, sure. who you guys really push because yeah. it's so important. And I, I, I didn't learn this until, you know, the first few years of being with you guys, how important the libero and defensive specialists is.
1: Yeah. It's fan. It's amazing. And I, I didn't know, you know, when they created the libero years and years ago, yeah. I didn't understand the impact of it. I don't know that any of us really did unless you were from Europe, which already had had it, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, Their ability, a Crystal Torres, a Kelsey Phillips, you know, go on and on down. Ariadne Sierra, who's from El Paso. You've had some great ones. (laughs) When when they really, truly learn how to play the position, when they become skilled, and then they understand their importance and and make the right decisions and go the right places and make the right go. there's so much on their plate. It's like being a, a, a captain of a defense on a football team. The setter is the captain of the offense, you know, on a football team, and that's why it's so difficult because there's so many decisions they have to make, and yeah. they're putting it in their lap, and they have to study, and they have to pay attention, and you can't just wander around the floor and use your athleticism and think that's good enough. It's not at this level. Oh yeah,
0: and uh, so on your coaching staff, you still got uh, Chris Hurdle with you, correct? Yeah, yeah. Who is also with you uh, this year?
1: Yeah, Chris Hurdle, obviously a longtime friend and a great technician and. <laughs> Greg Whitus has come over from the University of Arizona, tons of Power 5 experience, Mm -hmm. elite recruiter, but fantastic in the gym as well, fresh perspective, Mm -hmm. different idea about how to create and prepare to play in the NCAA tournament and win in the NCAA tournament. Um, it's just been great having Greg, and he's a personality like no oh, other. Good. Oh, my lord. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's fun to have around. And, uh, and then Tatiana Battle, who played for us and was yeah. a star, obviously, yeah. outside hitter. Tatiana's our director of player development. She handles a myriad of things. Oh, yeah. Anytime you can get somebody back that you love and value as much as someone like Tatiana, who's yeah. so capable. Uh, just a to, good person oh, overall yeah, too fantastic but you give yeah. her you know you give her a million things to do and, yeah. and she takes care of them and we couldn't do it without her
0: yeah she probably does it without complaining too no, knowing man, her yeah. A oh yeah no. that's awesome no. that's so awesome coach I just wish you nothing but luck uh, this year and I hope I get to uh, go out and work for you guys again uh, went for that call and uh, we'll, we'll see man I yeah. mean, it's been a lot of fun over the years you know we can tell a lot of stories about <laughs> traveling and yeah. you know we were sharing earlier with uh, your son here about when he was on the airplanes and uh-huh. you got him into the cockpit and yeah. you know the, all the times of practice we had great times in practice mm-hmm. and I, again I learned a lot you know from you guys being in practice and just shagging balls or whatever I had to do during <laughs> practice and it was <laughs>
1: a lot of fun and you know just again thank you so much man Eddie, i appreciate you man just saying things like that it, it, it was a lot of fun it, it was fantastic having you around obviously and we were part of some pretty cool things i mean Dude. the cr- the crowds the you know seven thousand with hawaii and, that's the one that and, was just thinking yeah of. and so many of those wins and volleyball becoming such a big deal in the state of new mexico yeah. at nmsu and you know when covid hit I, I, one thing I want to mention that When COVID hit And people couldn't go To games anymore That's really had A lasting effect so far Yeah And I hated that Because season before last We had a team That I wish everybody Could have seen Yeah And and that COVID spring And now You know we get I think we got a great team And I hope people Start getting to a point Where they come back out Oh yeah And let's resurrect Some of those memories Oh you know? definitely yeah. The, yeah. Those crowds
0: You know what I mean the, mm-hmm. the one that sticks out To me is when And, and you know It's kind of crappy That the people of Las Cruces mm-hmm. Didn't get to experience with us was when we were in Honolulu and yeah. there was 8,000 sold sold out Yeah, swept them and you could hear a pin drop in that arena Yeah, it was a sold out crowd so loud
1: in there So loud, yeah.
0: Uh, and then swept them and there was just like we were just like wow how
1: cool <laughs> is this? Yeah it was well anytime you know let's face it I mean they got the better of us the majority of time oh, yeah, but, I mean. but they should you know I mean they're <laughs> top 5 program top 10 program and uh, pretty easy place to recruit to you know but yeah. great tradition great coaches great players and uh, to get wins like that on their floor to sweep them to play well and uh, and you know we we, we played perfect you know people make those assumptions oh, you must have played unbelievable and we played bad no they <laughs> played well and we played well Yeah, we beat them and yeah. uh, in front of 8000 people yeah. and that's a cool deal
0: and when i say we swept them mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say there were like 25 to 10 wins no. they were all they were all close uh sense if yeah. I can remember. I yeah. think
1: one of them we won fairly easily maybe by 18 or 19 or something like that but the other two were close. Oh and, yeah. And we had to make plays, you know, yeah. and we did and uh, that was yeah, it was quiet and they're not they're not used to that. No, they yeah.
0: they were never but yeah. the the other cool thing is all the relationships that we all made uh, oh, d- yeah. during those years of you mm-hmm. know the the ladies that would be there with the ladies sure. every time yeah. and yeah. and the people who would want to just, you know, give whatever they could give and yeah. you know and just oh, be yeah. friendly. And, I, I think the Hawaii. I always compared the Hawaiians to New Mexicans. Very laid back. Yeah. Yeah. Really, kind of yeah. just friendly. And, sure. And, you know, but they
1: love their volleyball and those aunties that you're talking about yeah. in the front row. Fantastic, you know, Fantastic women. Loved getting to know them and nothing but mad respect for for the university of hawaii and and their volleyball program yeah i I wish we could get back in the same conference with
0: yeah you know a a cool thing that you guys do after every match is you guys allow you know the fans to come out onto the court and just mingle with the players and the coaching staff um you know how how neat is that for you as a coach uh, you know to see your program continue to do that
1: yeah i think it's important eddie you know um uh, i think this is a blue collar area you know yeah. and people that support the program they they've invest in the program they want to get to know the players and And uh, we've got a lot of retirees that come out, you know, and they're empty nesters and they, you know, they're looking for something to do. And they, they adopt a lot of our athletes, so to speak, and, and, and and it's personal for them. And so I, it's important for me. I don't like the, Hey, let's run off the floor and run to the locker room. Yeah. What, what I have to say at that point, after the match is over, (laughs) isn't that important (laughs) at that point, it's not going to help us win or lose. You know, I can talk to them the next day at practice. Right. And so, yeah, enjoy your time. Enjoy your. The people who come out to support you, especially the young people in Las yeah. Cruces who, and those young women who come out to support you and have dreams of playing there. And some of our players that are on our roster now were exactly those young women. That's you know, awesome. They were young kids that came out and watched us play. That so, is awesome. And Lukey,
0: cool. yeah, you get to go out on the court afterwards. I always see you out there throwing the ball around. How fun is that? Whenever the game's over, you just get to run around. It's pretty fun. Yeah? Yes. How, do you get to go to practice at all? Yes. I was there yesterday. Oh, really? Did you, does your dad have you shaggy balls or anything? Um, yeah. yeah. He thinks
1: he can serve now. He thinks he can serve.
0: Overhand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I was watching a news clip the other day. Uh, they had a competition, a news lady, and uh, she was doing all underhand. So if you could do overhand, that's, that's okay. That's pretty good. So keep it up keep it up keep helping your dad again thank you for coming okay amigo thank you so much man Eddie, appreciate it, this man. is love, awesome
1: love and respect you love listening to your to your broadcast and it's it's uh it's great to see you
0: thank you so so much again you can get all your volleyball information over at nmstatesports.com which i just saw that they have a new water uh called the wobble on water. Yeah,
1: how about that? <laughs> I don't think it's spiked. I think it's I think it's regular wall. <laughs> well,
0: oh Mario is getting all kinds of things done over there, isn't he? Yeah. He's trying to make well, some money yeah, and, uh, he's a piece of work. Yeah, yeah. so um, You go to antistatesports.com, get their roster, you can get their schedule, Uh, make sure to get your season tickets, I'm sure they're going to be on sale if they're not already on sale, And go out and support uh, Coach Jordan and his awesome team, year number 25, 25?
1: Quarter of a century.
0: 25 years here at New Mexico State University, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, that just, uh, that alone, I mean, it's like... It's like when I hear people staying married for that long. you mm-hmm. like, I always gotta ask, how did
1: you do it? You <laughs> it's, yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So again, yeah. Coach, thank you. Thanks, appreciate, appreciate it. Him. Thank
0: you, all listeners. We'll catch you next time.